0: Listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. Pratibha, thank you so much for joining us. In one line, can you give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund?
1: Sure. Hi, Barbara. My name is Pratibha Vupaluri. I head up investments at Unreasonable Collective. Thank
0: you so much. So tell me a little bit about what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor.
1: Yeah, I I came to the United States from India 20 years ago with a dream to really join Wall Street. And so I started my career at Wall Street and focused really in capitalizing for the last 20 years. And all the while, so the fuel capital can really play, can really play a role in providing traction and the support that companies have and the last four years i was blessed to be exposed to the world of doing well and doing good and really looking at companies that are having sustainable technologies at the core of their business model and that while passing those kind of deals to vc funds i started to realize it was those kind of companies i wanted to be backing and investing myself and that got me excited to build out this new model and reasonable collective whereby it's a pledge fund and people like me, individual investors can like me, can be investing through manager-led syndicate. So that's gotten me excited about investing and directly aligning myself with companies that are doing well and doing good in the
0: world. Wonderful. So tell me a little bit about your investment thesis and what's the motivation around your thesis?
1: Sure. So the unreasonable collective essentially is a, as I mentioned to you, is a pledge fund. It's a manager-led syndicate where we have individual investors across the spectrum: family offices, individuals, high uh, high networks, and uh, you know. And if you have to humanize this demographic, the LP base runs the gamut between C-suite professionals all the way to royalty. Some you know princesses, princesses are part of our network. But the underlying thesis for us has been DNI. So 50% okay. of our investor base is we have a mandate that 50% of our investor base has to be people and women uh, of color and members from the underrepresented communities because we, it's not a pipeline issue in my mind. It's a seat at the table. And for us, the core pillar for us is to infuse inclusivity as part of our um, investor club. And what that meant is when we are thinking about investment thesis, naturally the likeness begets likeness. It's the idea that if you have a diverse member base on the investor table, you are likely to be backing companies that are also run by diverse founders. And that has been true to our thesis. So we look at companies that are within the climate and future of work arena. And our focus and our eligibility is that if there is, if the round is being cornered by an institutional group, we showcase the deals to our investor network and syndicate deals. Given it is a diverse investor base, the beauty about it is that our first five investments, four out of five of them, were gender and racially diverse founders.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about what you're currently learning or listening to or reading these days. Gosh, quite a bit, though I have a two-year-old baby boy, so
1: there isn't much I can be reading, uh, but go. I'm definitely listening. I My favorite podcasts are actually exchanges at Goldman Sachs. I'm in love with the way mm. they really highlight on a weekly basis and a bi-weekly basis, just the trends that we're seeing in the market and how the world of capital markets is evolving in this new normal that we're facing. Mm -hmm. I am also an avid listener to Impact Alpha, which is more often a, a podcast focused on impact investing and something which is where I'm aligned in. And in terms of reading, I'm a big fan of Tom Rand's book. It's called Case for Climate Capitalism. Uh, Economic Solutions for Planet in Crisis, where Rand argues what I'm a big fan of, which is capitalism is a main driving force behind all of us being able to combat the climate crisis that we are about to face. uh, We are
0: facing, let's
1: face it, and really looks at how technology can play a role in, in helping us navigate the new normal.
0: That's very interesting. Sounds like a very interesting book.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is. It really takes a centrist view more instead of more of an extreme angle where we are optimistic about how technology can play a role and and be a force for good and how capital can be the fuel to be able to support that traction and in in that way create the right market solutions to look at some of the challenges we'll be facing.
0: Sounds great. So bonus question that everyone gets. In two (laughs) years... (laughs) When we're in two years, and hopefully we'll speak before two years. But how do you see venture capital evolving within the next two to three years? Sure, I I see
1: venture capital really taking on different, on new avatars, if you will. The model which I we are pursuing at Unreasonable, which is this idea of bringing together individual investors with DNI lens to it, is. Just what we would consider the next few years, VC world to adopt and, and to become more diverse in nature and to be able to have operator networks as a way for operators across the spectrum and across the ecosystem to, to deploy capital and not just have it just for the finance professionals. So to me, DNI is a big focus. And I think over the next two or five years, I would hope. That we set up and change the narrative
0: around gender and racial diversity in the financing space. I think what you're doing is really a powerful thing, trying to close the there there are two gaps. There's the gap of the funding between the companies and the and the kind the of backing. the GPs, LPs, and then there's the gap of the GPs and LP pool. So it's like we're aligned in that. We're trying to also, that's in our thesis, trying to close some of these gaps. How do you close the gaps of these underserved, underrepresented? And even still, if you're looking at all the things that have come out of what's been happening, still underserved, underrepresented women are still less funded than most people. And that's still shocking to me.
1: It is. It's, the numbers are staggering. It almost feels like we are back in the 12th century when we think about the fact that 96% of fund managers within the ecosystem are your traditional white guys mm-hmm. and only 4% are women. And that then translates down to the founder level uh, where, you know, likeness begets likeness. So in order for us to change the narrative and change the face of what venture capital will be over the next few years, we need to get more diverse set of investors on the other side of the table, so that they can start commanding capital flows into founders with merit, you know, irrespective of race, color, of course. ethnicity, and and background. And that's the beauty about bringing a diverse set at the table and having them dictate what the years to come looks like.
0: Yeah, but I agree with you. It has to happen at the founder level yeah they have to have some good exits as well, and then they have to be i don't want to say retrained, but think about how they're going to then contribute back into the ecosystem exactly you know? how what's the circle
1: look like and that's yeah you know, we're so, we're such at such nascent stages barbara i'm I'm always you know, surprised I'm, <laughs> still we're, still, we're still at the point zero one percent needle shift, if you will. And we just have a lot of work ahead of us. But that's the beauty of it. And that's what gets me going every day.
0: That's wonderful.
1: So how do people get into contact with you? I am available at Pratibha at unreasonablegroup.com. You can always connect with me on LinkedIn. I have a remarkably long name. So just say, you know, if you type in Pratibha, I'm pretty sure I show up, P-R-A-T-I-B-H-A. And I'm also available on Twitter at
0: Impact Chat. Thank you so much, Pratibha. From the Unreasonable <laughs> Group for being my guest on the Female VC Lab podcast.
1: Thanks, Barbara. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Trail Adventures. Find and invest in the next billion-dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https trailincom to find out more. Find us on Apple, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening